Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Aboard! Ha, 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 you're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome to the second hour of the CEO. We are live and unrehearsed, as usual, from 6 to 8 a.m. here on 1250 a.m. That's WSSP or 105.7 FM, The Fan. Danny Bush, Tommy Neubauer, and Greg Janik on the boards today with your updates and, of course, doing all that fancy stuff he does over there. Anyway, Danny, um, I, I got to uh, apologize to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. I was I was listing Curly's as uh, the sponsor of the Hornschwab. Well, I, I, I heard you say yeah. it once. Did yeah, you say I, it more than I, once? I, I might have. So you know, listen, I apologize to Bucky's, and they're out there in Maguanago. They got a lot of great stuff. I think and, you huh? got to do like Randy Cross, you know, the same, old for, former 49er uh, Yeah. A football player, he said he's going to donate his brain to science when he dies. I think you ought to donate your brain, Tom, because yeah. I've noticed you've been getting more forgetful. I, well, you know, I got all these papers in front of me and these envelopes with all these different things, and I and I, some, I get them confused. You know, I look at the different, the maybe wrong the, ones. Maybe the smokes are narrowing the arteries and uh, the capillaries. Maybe, maybe. Hey, let me tell you yeah, what. Speaking what? of narrow, okay, you know, I help out with algebra, right? Yeah. I work with ninth grade right. students algebra. And I've worked with some 11th grade students, math studies. And let me tell you, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done more math. I'm at a really good high school, Reagan High School over mm-hmm. here, world-renowned. I've done more math and learned more math in the last 10 years of my life than I did all before, right? right? And yeah. I'm convinced that I spent 40 years destroying brain cells. I'm convinced I'm restoring brain cells and restoring brain connections. Synapses are connecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I am stalling the onset of Alzheimer's at least by five years by doing all this algebra. Let me tell you what. Mentally, you got to be on your toes. So I think that's the benefit, man. You, you ever notice how if you don't use it, you lose it? Yeah. Yeah, and that's true because years ago, I actually knew trigonometry, logarithms, interpolation. Really? I knew all of that, yeah. But when you don't use it, it's going, you go, what? 
Sine, cosine? What what the hell are you talking I've about? Got <laughs> I've got at least an yeah. extra five years before I'm bat crap crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Tom Kep is supposed hey, to be calling in. Where uh, is he? I don't know. He hasn't I, called in yet. We're I waiting said for... about 7.05. If he yeah. checked his email last night, you know. Oh, I don't know. well, we'll, we'll see, see if no he There's no guarantees in life, Tom. That's true. I just want to remind everybody that uh, if you go on the CEOguys.com website, uh, for John Lehman and his wife, Loie, we are selling their two paintings, 39 inches by uh, 68 inches. It, uh, they're life-size paintings. by uh, uh, They're of Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Braun. Check them out. There's photos on there. The information's on there. Just go to CEOguys.com and click under For Sale, you know, and it'll say, well, on the on the thing it says Brett Favre and Ryan Braun, but it's actually Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Braun. And and, and basically, I mean, if you got a if you got a man cave that uh, you want to put these big old paintings up, that's great, but otherwise they'd be great in a, in a sports bar if you have the room. So Check that out. You can also email us live at CEOguys at yahoo.com. And, uh, we'll, or you can call us at 799-1250 if you've got any questions or comments. And uh, you know what, Greg? Let's do that while we're waiting for Tom Kep to call. Let's give away some more tickets to the, the, the Fish Expo up at Washington State Fairgrounds or Washington Fairgrounds, Washington County Fairgrounds up there in uh, Washington County. Can I read some info about it? It's a fishing expo. Oh, yeah. It's musky on one side, all the other fish on the other side. That sucks. It says they're going to have a ton of product. Oh, yeah. Great deals, including St. Croix Rods, Shimano, uh, Luz, Okuma, Abu Garcia, Fluger, a whole bunch of them. Uh, Fish X is an all fishing fishing show now. Walleye, Mm. northern bass, crappie, perch, trout, designed to bring anglers of all skill levels in chasing. Various species together under one roof. The Fish X 2017 is connected by a breezeway to the 26th annual Muskie Expo, Milwaukee Muskie Expo, in the building next door. So basically, you've got a two-for-one show now. Right, it's great. It started out as the Muskie Expo, and now it's metamorphosized, if there is such a word, like a Mm -hmm. butterfly, Mm -hmm. into the Fish X show. So it's a darn good one. Yeah, and Greg is taking the phone calls right now because I'm giving two sets of two tickets and i'll be giving one more set away later on in the show but uh, we got a couple more giveaway and and what what is it, it these are like what does it cost to get in like about 12 bucks i think off the top of my head it was like 12 bucks i kind of thought i read they've got a like special that. i believe on sunday there's a bunch of specials go go to the website yeah. and check it out but yeah, yeah what, what is the website uh well you have that written there i well, got it right here it, it, I, I don't know if you got it. I had it written down last week, and now I here, lost it I, here. I, I, now it's probably where the heck Fish is Expo. It? Hold on one second. Here. You got Let's it. Get our stuff organized. I don't here. have it on here. Okay. Well. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Knocking off the microphone. Smooth. Hey, there's a, uh, it just says visit the Fish X website. So I would type in F-I-S-H, for those that can't spell fish, and put a big X. And... Uh, That'll be that uh, might do it, huh? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, wait, no. You know, it's funny they don't have it on the on the tickets, the website. Oh, you know what? I um, uh, I know I looked it up last week. I'm not going to do it now. But are you done fumbling around over there? Yeah, no? yeah. I'm okay. Done. I'm so done. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. 
The Wisconsin Fishing Expo will be February 24th to the 26th. And that's uh, the Wisconsin Fishing Expo was basically uh, started with the old Madison Fishing Expo. Yeah, where's that uh, at? Which in Madison. Okay. And the largest... (laughs) The Wisconsin Fishing Expo was spawned from the Madison Fishing Expo, the largest consumer fishing show in the Midwest, which began over 30 years ago. Doug Reiter started that. Each year, 20,000 attendees packed the Alliant Energy Center Exposition Hall in Madison. So this is going to be in Madison, 24th, 26th. Here's some youth activities. Okay, youth activities include the Kids Pond, Brown Bags, 50 cents a try, whatever that is. Minnow races all weekend long. Trout pond, kids casting, and more. So you can check out that one Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. Minnow races. Did you ever do minnow races? Remember John had those out at the muskie shop. John? He had some minnow races. (laughs) John was going to start minnow races at muskie island and it was going to like turn into the Dairyland Greyhound track of Pewaukee <laughs> where we were going to like have tons of people out there for minnow races. And did he really think we'd have like some big gambling hall out there or operation? I don't know. John had so many ideas. He had so many ideas he couldn't keep them straight. <laughs> I and I would I would say something off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Half the time in jest, and next thing you know, he'd be running with. Oh it. yeah, oh you better, yeah, yeah. I'd have better to buy in, buy in hundred and ten percent on yeah. it. Um, but oh, you know, I I said you know I said to my wife just the other day this week, I said, hey, let's take a ride out to Bucky's in McGuanago, and then she said, why? I says, well, I want to get some jerky out there because they got some fine jerky that I really really like, and uh, she said, but that's kind of a long way, and I, for her, not for me. And I said, well, honey, they got free samples. <laughs> I'll take you to lunch. You know, the great, if you <laughs> that, do go to that's, Bucky's. See, that's what I was joking about, that I was going to take her free, to lunch. Free, Because they had free samples. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, good one, Tom. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you, uh, if you go out to Bucky's, they do have in front where you walk, they got all the little toothpicks yeah, with the little, yeah. all the different brats. And there's one yeah. which has like cheese in it. Yeah, and stuff. all different stuff. Yeah. All kinds of really different good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Which is perfect for your Super Bowl party. Yeah, really. Speaking of Super Bowl party, what you need is this. You need some of the uh, Woody's Northwoods Bourbon Cream for No, 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 for your big game party. Oh, yeah, big game party. Big game party. Yeah, can't say Super Bowl. Well, you just... <laughs> what do you mean? What's that? Well, is you can't. Oh, I'm, they'll I'm sue you if you say. Well, in all the ad, in, any advertisement you see on TV or in, on the news in newspapers, yeah, they always say the big game. The, usually it's the big game. All right. Yeah. So what? Who cares? Anyway, get. Well, get we, can say, the, 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 we can say. No. We can't say Super Bowl. We, if I'm saying it as an update, saying right. the yeah. Falcons and the Patriots. Yeah. But if you're saying an advertisement an for. Ad- advertisement. Oh, I can't yeah. say. Yeah, you can't enjoy say. Enjoy Woody's bourbon cream. You, for during the big game. During the big game, it. you can okay. say it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Screw the big game. Uh, this afternoon, what you ought to do is get a cup of coffee and put some in, some uh, Woody's Northwoods bourbon cream in there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And then on Sunday, turn off your TV and go for a walk in the woods. If they're not going to let uh, you even say it. Oh no, you can't. They are. They really come down on advertisers using that. Yeah, you can't. Well, nobody can. Nobody will use it because the NFL will. Roger Goodell will. Put the hammer down. <laughs> I'm going to get it. And their team of so I'll get like 450 a, attorneys. 
<laughs> I'll get a uh, a three game suspension. Yeah, a three Saturday suspension from our show. Yeah, I mentioned. Uh, <laughs> how about if you say it in a different language? I know Uber Bowl. No, they probably no. But we're, right now, Bushy, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we will do the last and final edition of the NFL Football Picking Contest, brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. How about Pig Latin? Hoopers say, Obeske. <laughs> I never knew Pig Latin. We do need a contestant, yep. 414-799-1250. Yep, need a contestant, win that $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub, 799-1250. Call us right You're now. You're guaranteed to win. You're guaranteed to win. I'm guaranteeing it right now. Okay, we'll be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, uh, presented by the Interstate Heating Studios right out there in Waukesha. You got a problem? Give them a call. Oh, coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios, we now have the NFL Football Picking Contest. Who do we have for a contestant there? We have Gary. Hey, good morning, Gary. Hi, Tommy boy. Okay, now we're going to turn it over to Greg to give the updates for what we have so far this year. All right. We have Super Bowl 5-1 LI, which sees the New England Patriots taking on the Atlanta Falcons. We will start out with two prop bets and then two actual game bets. First prop bet we're going to start out with is the Coin toss. Heads or tails? Gary, what do you got? Heads or tails? Um, heads. Tommy? Yeah, I'm going to go with heads, too. Bushy? Tails. And I will go with heads. Next prop bet. Will Donald Trump's name be said during the broadcast more over under one and a half times. <laughs> broadcast who? The booth guys or, or like uh, any during time? The, during the broadcast. Lady from kickoff, Gaga. From kickoff, kickoff to the final whistle. To the final whistle. Or, or Not so. Gaga. Booth announcers. Booth announcers. The booth announcers. Booth announcers. Um, Gary? Over or under one and a half? Gary? Will they say it more than one time you're saying? One and yeah. a half. They yeah. Will, will they, they say Donald Trump's name more than one and a half times? Under or over? Over, I guess I'll go. All right. Tommy? I want to hear it anymore. Yeah, I'm going to say under. Really? I think they're going to... Well... I think they're going to stay away from it. Yeah, I'm going to go under. They're just not going to... You know, why bother? Let's, let's play some exactly. Let's play some football. foosball. Football. I and I name. will go over because if one person says it, the other person will say, "Oh well, Donald Trump." Uh, uh, well, we'll see. Called Tom and Brady the, and wished him good luck this week. They probably will say something like that because Brady and say. yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see. And now to the actual game. Hey, can we add one more? They both got hot wives, Trump and Brady. Hey, so can I we add one more? In common. Uh, What's the under over for the game? That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Yes. Let him do his job. Yeah, Thank you. simmer down over there. I, I'm down. Well, when you said, now to the game. The today. <laughs> okay, here we go. We have the over-under <laughs> for the game. 
We're going to go by Odd Shark, which gives a consensus. The over-under consensus for the game is 58. Gary, over or under? The score for the game, 58. Correct. Both added together? Or- yes. Yes. Uh, 58 points. Both teams added together? Yes. Yes. Thing is going to be over. All right. All right, Bushy. What? Over, under. And what? I wasn't guessing. <laughs> Don't tell them. Just make them guess. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to guess, over or under. But without a doubt, <laughs> bet the farm uh, over. Tommy? I'm going under. I'm going under as well. What was, Definitely. What was 58. The 58. The oh, the, the points? Yeah. Yeah. You got the over 58. You can. You, gotta, when you, you can better pay anyways. attention next Cram. time. And for the final pick of the year, Gary, New England is giving Atlanta three points. Who do you have? New England. All right. Thank you for the call, Gary. Good luck. Yeah, good luck, Gary. Yeah, good luck to you guys, too. All right, Take care, man. All right, Tommy. You know, I'll tell you, I... I've been thinking about this all week, back and forth. Yes, New England's a juggernaut. Uh, Atlanta hasn't been there since, when was it, 98 or something like that? 90-something Eugene or Robinson remembers. Yeah, yeah, he remembers. But, you know, I... he He's the reason they lost I, that so badly. I'm, Talk about you know, their whole team I, out. I'm only doing this is because what I hope is going to happen, okay? I'm rooting for Atlanta. So that's why I'm picking Atlanta. That's the only reason. I'm just rooting for him, so I'll pick him. All right, Bushy. That's all. You know, if they'd kept Eugene Robinson, the Packers would have beat San Francisco that year and went on to face the Vikings. Then they would have lost to the Vikings, and the Vikings would have been there against Denver. But that's a whole other story. Well, even if they kept Eugene Robinson and they went to the Super Bowl, he would have got a hooker anyway, so no, they wouldn't play. No, no, no. <laughs> Leroy Butler of the big show would have kept his safety buddy in line. Yeah. Somebody had to keep him in check, man. Yeah. All right, Bushy, who you I'll got? I bet he wasn't the only one. He's the only one that got caught. Well, that's, yeah, that's probably I mean? true. Over the years. Yeah. Probably true. They never caught Max McGee. Okay, so what was the question? Atlanta or New England? Uh, well, uh, I guess I'll just have to pick uh, New England. And I will go with Atlanta. I think Atlanta will win straight out. Well, like I said, I'm just hoping they do. Now, the NFL picking contest is sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub right there on beautiful, I'm, I'm beautiful hoping, Pewaukee Lake. Listen, I'm hoping they do, too. Now, here's my here's my case, Tom. Yeah. Where You know how some Super Bowls are like a total surprise and yeah. you don't get what yeah. you expect? Okay. The Atlanta Falcons managed to box in and Aaron Rodgers last Two weeks ago, they did manage to stop and start sacking and yeah, knocking yeah, him around. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, Aaron Rodgers is a lot more dangerous running around back there than Tom, Tom more Brady. Mo- more mobile. Right. Tom Brady's not going to be running around. So if they could neutralize Aaron Rodgers, they can neutralize Tom Brady. Hence my theory that yeah. perhaps it might be a surpriser and they might actually handily beat the Patriots. But I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah, That was my argument. What do you think, Greg, about my argument there? It was a very good argument, and the Patriots are four and zero against anybody not named the New York Giants. So, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. That's why one, they play the game. That is true. And one one other fact about this is that the Patriots, in their six Super Bowl appearances, 
have had all their games decided by four points or less. Yeah. yeah I, I did In the history that. of the Super Bowl, only yeah. seven other games have been decided by four points or less. Well, we'll see. It's see gonna, what happens. We'll see if it'll be close or not. But uh, We do have I, a caller on the line. Who you got? We have Tom. Oh. Hey. Tom Kep. Yep. From Walleyes for Tomorrow. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, yeah, buddy. We're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah, uh, Tom, well, you got a lot going on in the uh, Pewaukee Walleyes for Tomorrow chapter. Why don't you tell us what's happening? Well, we got uh, today, later in the afternoon, we're going to be starting some fish cribs out there in the Fish Fix Project. And we're going to be building them out in a deeper depth, out in 16 foot of water. That'll be this weekend and next weekend. And then uh, on the 18th, we got the Walleyes for Tomorrow Ice Fishery at Curly's Waterfront. And there's some good stuff given out there. We have an Otter XT 1200 cabin. Uh, we got the biggest booze wagon in Wisconsin. We probably got 30 bottles of booze donated in that booze wagon. And, and there's nothing in there, Butchie, that people can bring from their basement. I'll give it back to them. No cheap wine, no cheap booze. It has to hurt to donate. <laughs> it's not what we want in there. Does it have to hurt to donate or hurt to drink it? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and we got we're donating uh, raffling off three Jiffy propane augers in that raffle in that fishery too. So a lot of good stuff. The ice is about sixteen inches now. Mother Nature is finally cooperating, and people are driving out there. So what what's the word on the street out there for Pewaukee? Now I know you guys were seeing a lot of young of the year uh, walleye swimming around the shorelines in the uh, open water season. Uh, what's been happening with the ice anglers out there so far? Well, we're actually in the first time in my life, and I've been on the lake in 52 and on the lake almost all those years, and it's the first time I've jigged up some walleyes and actually can get out the deeper areas or, you know, beyond 12 feet and actually put a jig pole in there and jig these little guys up, and they're active buggers. They're about 12 inches to 15 inches. Of course, we know the new size limit is three at 18, so it's tough to get get one in that bracket but we're catching them on jig poles and it's exciting as heck well they're going to keep growing <laughs> yep yep it's a very fertile lake and that's one of the things then the fishery biologist uh, biologist said is we got a very very fertile lake there's a lot of food for panfish and there's a lot of panfish so as, as soon as these walleyes start getting bigger and gobbling down some of them little perch they're going to get big and fat real quick now, you're looking, uh, you said you, volunteers can come on out and help today, t- tomorrow, as far as yeah. building these uh, cribs? Yeah, we're actually going to be out, you know, out from Rocky Point, out towards the channel and, and starting the cribs, but not probably about 1 o'clock, get pieces in, in order and stuff, and uh, we'll get a couple crews going, one on each one, and if people want to volunteer, come out and check it out, feel free, and shoot the breeze about the club and stuff, and keep doing good things. So are you going to, once you get them built, then drag them out onto the ice and just wait for it to melt? Yeah, you it, you can do it that way. You know, I'm thinking we're going to build them right in the area that they're going to drop through. You can cut out a square and, and then move the ice and then drop them in, but that gets to be a hazard spot that's got to be marked and whatnot. So you can do it uh, that way, too. That's probably the plan is just, let them drop in place we might move them we have about 30 locations around the lake that we're going to put them in and you know they're out far enough that you're not going to be 
running into them with boats or motors. You know, they got they're going to be about ten feet down before you hit the top of them, so there's no conflict with any water skeeters and skiers and boaters and whatnot. And then we're going to be out far enough that the trollers, you know, they'll be in a little bit from where most people must be patrolling stuff. So okay, so you're pro- I, I just as a rough type thing you're going to put them in about what 15 16 feet of water and they'll come up to about 10 feet at the top then is that kind of the that's that's exactly it then that sounds that sounds good and then i suppose now if you're putting them out on the ice do you have to mark them with reflectors or anything so snowmobilers they they the dnr said we didn't have to but i think it's a good idea Pewaukee's a pretty popular lake and got a lot of activity and snowmobiles flying across although it hasn't been much this year because of conditions but I figured if we put reflectors around it, we can't have an accident happen. You know what you ought to do? You ought to have people. You ought to have people have to pay five dollars to be able to write their name in graffiti on one of the cribs there. <laughs> Fundraiser. Yeah. There you go. And then when they're fishing, they can put the camera down and look for their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey Tom, if anybody wants yeah. more information about walleyes for tomorrow, what where, where's the website they can go to? Yeah, if you go, you can either go to Walleyes for Tomorrow and look up the and click on the Pewaukee chapter, or you can just type in PewaukeeWalleyes.com and you'll get right to our website. And tickets will be on sale at the Waterfront event, but you can also pick them up what at the Beer Depot and a few other yeah, places. Yeah, Beer Depot at Lake Pewaukee Sanitary District. You can pick them up anytime seven till three thirty, and then we'll have the walleye wagon right down on the ice, down in front of Curly's Waterfront the morning of. And that's pretty neat to see. You can kind of see what, and the kids are actually in there explaining the operation of the walleye wagon and whatnot. It's a pretty neat just to see that. And then this year we got Badger Fisherman's League helping us with a, a kid's ice fishing clinic. So there's going to be kids everywhere. It's going to be huge. It's a, a big, big event. All right, Tom. Well, thank you for calling in. We do appreciate appreciate all you do for the walleyes on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, Tom is the president of the Pewaukee yep. chapter of Walleyes for Tomorrow. Go to walleyesfortomorrow.com or just go to Pewaukee Walleyes, right? Join the club. You got it. All right. It. Thanks a lot, Tom. We'll see you, Tom. Walleyes, baby. All right, all right man. All right. We got to go to a break. We'll be right back with more. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about gobies. What the heck is a goby? On 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Interstate Heating Studios. Thanks for listening this morning. Uh, looks like sun's coming out. Could be a good day to get out on the ice and hit a little fishery or go for a walk in the woods. A little bunny hunting, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, remember last week uh, a regular listener, Keith, uh, called about uh, the gobies, you know, and whatever, about Larry Smith eating a goby. <laughs> Whatever, which I thought was funny. He did eat a goby? Yes. They deep fried it and 
He looked like he ate it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. But anyway, I, I looked it up, and, I'm, and I think on the show I did mention it, but I just wanted to make sure that in the DNR fishing regulations, when it comes to gobies, it says uh, for total daily bag limit, it says zero. But one of each, or, or but one, may be killed and possessed for immediate delivery to a DNR service center or regional office. So you can keep one, kill it, and take it to a DNR. Now, after last week's show, I had a few people tell me that they knew some people. They didn't say who, so I don't know who. But they've kept some gobies last year, and they put them in their fish tanks. Uh, yeah, you know, and yeah, that's yeah. Uh, illegal. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. They'll yeah. cut your nuts off for that. Yeah, for sure. so don't keep gobies. Uh, you know, that's no, don't do it. So anyway, you got a caller there, Greg. We yeah? do, but he wants to talk to you during the break. Oh, all right. So he we'll wait a few minutes. Okay, we'll we'll wait a few minutes. Want to talk? He doesn't want to talk on the air. He just wants to talk to me. Okay, uh, maybe well, it's about I... those paintings that we're selling of Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Braun. Maybe. Yeah. What do you got um, there? So, uh, gobies, uh, they're an invasive species. Why wouldn't they uh, let well, you harvest them if you wanted to harvest and eat them? Yeah, and just kill them. Well, I wouldn't just eat them. them. I mean, my God, they're not that big. There's not nothing on no, them. I can know? see don't let them into your aquariums because that's how all this crap spreads to begin with. Yeah. So, Hey, Danny, did you, when you fished Winnebago, did you ever catch an eel pout, otherwise known as a lawyer, lawyer or burbot? Well, actually, where we hammered them where if you wanted to try and go get a new world record burbot mm -hmm. uh, buffalo bay up on lake of the woods when we were up there yeah in between me catching a 22 pound pike my buddy scott olson was an expert catching <laughs> burbot did you guys matter eat of fact hence he got the nickname burbot boy no did you eat any heck no we threw them on the ice and left them for the bald eagle but I, they're again, they're beaut, they're poor man's lobster and delicious. Uh, they, now everybody's keeping them now. Yeah, you know, years ago, the very first time I caught one of those ugly things, you know, and and I and the guy told me, he said, no, these these are good eating, and we just happened to catch a bunch of them, right? So I had them in a in like one of those garbage bags, you know. I had a bunch of them. This is when I had my bait shop, and I took them back there and I and I cleaned them all, right? And we ate them, and you know what? Yeah. They're good eating. They are, but they don't have a lot of meat on them. They don't have a lot, but they are good eating. Well, yes. we got monsters up there. Yeah. And the way you can tell a burbot on your tip up is your flag will go up. Yeah. And then you walk over and you're waiting for it to take off spinning like a helicopter. It doesn't. The, it just <laughs> makes like a quarter turn, slower than a walleye. Yeah. Then another yeah. turn. Yeah. And they go about five, and you're like, oh, oh crap, another, another burbot. Yeah. Yep, that was pretty much it. But, but yeah, people are finding out over the years, I think, that they are good eating and they are keeping them because most people, like you said, they were, they'd catch them and just throw them on the ice and, ah, this is a trash fish. They're really not. They're, they're actually very good. Uh, we're glad that people are utilizing them. I told you years ago, back in the 60s, my dad and uncles, they'd go down on the Nemaji River in the middle of winter below zero, cut a hole in the ice, and they'd spear them in the middle of yeah, the night yeah. coming up the river yeah. hmm. in these sandbars and stuff. Wow. That, that was the most boring, cold, <laughs> stupidest thing. And then they would, well, my Uncle Jim would keep them. My dad yeah. was too lazy to clean them. He'd just leave them for the farmer, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Miller. So, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I was reading an interesting study on uh, uh, 
walleyes and sunfish, Tom. Mm -hmm. And uh, the DNR is uh, trying to investigate a link between uh, our lakes that are just full of extra little baby bluegills, tiny little, you know, over, you know, stunted. Do they eat a lot of the small walleye uh, fry or whatever, uh, or sacks, yolks, whatever? Do they, does their predation affect um, the uh, walleye populations? So what they're going to do is they've got several lakes uh, earmarked, and they're going to uh, take lakes that are similar, and in one of the lakes, they're going to do a, a concentrated sunfish removal. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try and remove a whole bunch of them, and then they're going to track then how the walleyes do and compare that to the one that doesn't have, mm-hmm. didn't have the sunfish yeah. removed. Well, that'll take a few years. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's but, like a five-year project, but yeah. they're trying to improve the walleye fishery, yeah. so it's... Pretty interesting, and they've they've got a they've had a lake of, uh, a list of lakes of about fifteen different lakes uh, up there that they're considering, and they're gonna gonna narrow it down. So lots of things that are being done to try and along with our groups like Walleyes for Tomorrow, lots of things being done to help Im- improve walleye fisheries. And you know, for years, it's interesting. For years, everybody would blame the lack of muskies on all the I mean, walleyes on. The muskies, yeah, the bigger yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. Now they're looking at it from the other, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, perspective. Af- after this break, I'll make a comment on that. How's yeah, that? You're greatly learned and yeah, right. Yeah, I'll make a comment on that when we come back with more of the cutting edge outdoors. One more break to go. That's it. This is the last break, folks. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And on the line right... Oh, go ahead. Um, Coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios, right? Coming to you (laughs) wanted, dead or alive from the Interstate Heating Studios. And now on the line, we have our Boulder Junction Connection. Dennis Royce is with us this morning. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? Good. How's everything going up there in God's country? It's absolutely perfect or wonderful. We got snow. The snowmobile trails are excellent. Uh, people are starting to drive, which I'm not recommending, but people are starting to drive on the lakes and the river. Not the rivers, but the lakes. Yeah. Ice fishing. Uh, so people are getting out and enjoying the weather, and the weather's not real cold right now. We're expecting more snow tonight and a couple inches during the week here, so that'll help our trail system and cross-country skiing. So Things are good. Everybody smiles on people's faces as everybody's up here and enjoying the weather. Good. And uh, a lot of fish being caught? Fish are being caught. Uh, it slows down this time of year, but they're still catching fish. And, and uh, we have a fishing tournament coming up in Boulder the week of the 18th, or I think Saturday the 18th. I think it's that uh, Saturday. Uh, frozen, frozen. So we have a family outing for Friday and Saturday. So somebody's coming up here. There's plenty of activity. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are always doing something up there in Boulder Junction. We're always trying to, 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 to keep people coming here and enjoying themselves and fishing and having a good time. And and, uh, and 
winter is not going to be here much longer, and we'll be back in the spring, and the sports shows are starting now, so it's uh, it's always a revolving door. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, with the winter you guys have had, how have the uh, deer handled making it through so far? Right now, they're not too bad. Uh, we haven't had a lot, of, a lot of the things that we've had melted, so they're getting around through the woods and they're getting around. Uh, you still have the wolf and the coyote, you know, not the, the, the coyote so much, but the wolves uh, taking their toll on the deer. And, and uh, But the deer herd seems to be pretty good, and they, they seem to be strong right now, and they're, they're getting food, so... That's not a problem. If we got a lot of snow and they couldn't get around, it might be a problem. But right now, they, they pretty much go where they want right now. Gotcha. All right. So, well, Dennis. But hmm? We'll talk to you guys later. And I, uh, if somebody's coming up again next uh, the week of the 18th, we have a big outing. So there will be a lot of activities in town here. All righty. Thanks, Dennis. Thank you, guys. We'll Take talk care, to you Dennis. again. Bye now. That was Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction Connection. I just want to let everybody know at Brown Deer Park Lagoon, Saturday, February 11th, I think that's next week, Saturday, Kids Ice Fishing Clinic, where they teach the kids all about ice fishing and actually do some ice fishing. So anyway, that's going to be next week. And I think there's other places where they have that. I just don't have information on all that other stuff. Yeah, lots, lots, lots going on. Right yeah, you know, it, it, and and really, you know, uh, you know, if you go to one of these ice fishing clinics for the kids, uh, you know, it, it, you know, the parents will come along, or some, you know, adult will take the kids over there, and you know, I, I, I think a lot of the adults want to learn a little bit too. Well, the know? February eighteenth yeah. now, the one at Curly's Waterfront, yeah, yeah. walleyes for tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be. Big. They'll have that walleye wagon set up out there, mm-hmm. and uh, they should have that kids ice fishing clinic. I'm guessing right there by uh, Smokey's Musky Shop, right there as well. So. Mm-hmm. That would probably be a pretty good one to go to. Mm-hmm. You can just walk on out and uh, and perhaps learn some things as well. Um, as far as uh, myself this year, Tom, this is probably one of the first years that I haven't gotten out at least once doing any any ice yeah. fishing. Yeah. Um, hope to do some hunting yet tomorrow. I get to go with a good friend Al Shook, doing a little bird hunting. Wisconsin yeah. Conservation Congress. He's got some position there now, too, you know, but I forget. He's like an executive something. Um, yeah, we're going to do some bird hunting. We're going to head out to yeah, Warren. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Take him and his dog, Summer, mm-hmm. and give that a shot. And it, that's at 8 in the morning. Um, so what time's the Super Bowl tomorrow? Is that? Uh, oh, 5.30. Is it 5.30, Greg? 5.30 comes on, yeah. yeah kickoff's around 5.30. Coverage begins at noon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Coverage. So we got... We got plenty of time you to do that. You got plenty of time. Might yeah, head, you'll might, get there. might head on out to uh, uh, McMiller afterwards. I told you I went to Midwestern Shooter Supply, and uh, picked up that Browning X bolt. I mm-hmm. haven't. I got it. Uh, new Leopold two point five to eight power scope. I'm going to mm-hmm. go down there and try and uh, sight it in. Yeah, well, that sounds like fun. And do you know that they say that? Okay, I could wait till summer to sight in. But I've heard that actually uh, atmospheric and uh, temperature can actually affect how a rifle shoots as well. Sure. So, so do- it makes sense to sight in in this weather, which I'll be hunting in next fall, mm-hmm. as opposed to going out on a 90-degree July day. That's- now, how much difference it makes, I don't know. I don't know how much difference, but that sounds like a, and, uh, it sounds like a plan. But you know, it, sounds, it, sounds logical. But you wouldn't yeah. think that mm-hmm. it would make enough difference when you're shooting at a deer. Maybe not, but it sounds logical. Sounds right. Same thing that they yeah. say when you fi- fire a shot mm-hmm. and you foul the barrel first, 
it'll actually your subsequent shots yeah, will actually be a, shoot different. A little bit different. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to remind everybody to go on CEOGuys.com. That's our website. If you're interested in these beautiful life-size paintings of Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Ryan Braun, great for your man cave if you got the room or a sports bar. So uh, all the information is on there. Just click on it and you'll 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 find it. You'll see it. So at CEOGuys.com. How about that? We got a website. You know, we got an email address. You know, email. The, did we get any emails? You didn't even no, talk no, about I, emails I, today. I, I did. I did mention it once, but a lot of people don't do that. What we got to do eventually, Greg, we got to do that every. We, we got to get a Twitter thing, so that people can tweet us. I'm not going to tweet anybody, but you don't even check your do you, text messages, dude. No, never. I never read those. No. I. I you know what? Is, <laughs> I'm going to say that, I, I'm going to say majority of the listeners. Don't have Twitter accounts. Really? Yeah. So what? What would you say? Of our uh, listeners? E- e- yes. Uh, so texting would be better. About, what are you saying about our listeners? That they're a bunch of no, they're they're guys all like us. people. Oh, let they're... me ask how 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 many times have you used Twitter? Never. Exactly. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. Exactly. <laughs> so, but then again, we're so your idea parts. sucks, Tom. Old, is what we're... Greg's trying to say in a <laughs> hey, nice way. Forget we're, it. We're Why old... waste your time? See, Why Twitter a Twitterless guy? We're, we're old guys. We we don't use that stuff. Why Twitter a Twitterless dude? To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. Okay, well, that's all I got. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Interstate Heating Studios. Talk to you all next week. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.